I did hear the pants. One, you did. two, three. Dad without a dad production. Hey everybody, and welcome to Dad without a dad. That is Dad without a dad. My name is Jose Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And my name is Andy Griffiths, and you can follow me on Twitter at Gaming Goodness. Welcome to the podcast. Today we have a very, very nice podcast. Uh, first of all, if you guys didn't hear the podcast before this one, go check it out because Andy is a brand new dad again. So congratulations on that. Congratulations to his wife. And shout out to Will and his wife because they're also expecting. Today we're going to be talking about many, many things. We're going to be talking about snacks, drinks. I actually uh, forgot to ask you a, a question through WhatsApp. And since you're the Englishman in the house, I want to have uh -huh. your your expertise. We're also going to be talking about, since we're talking about snacks and drinks, we're also going to be talking about poop and some parenting things. But uh, we're also going to be talking about video games because Andy is the expert in video games. So we have many, many things in store for you guys. So keep listening. But first of all, uh, since Andy is the Englishman in the house because he lives in England and uh, he is. How long have you been an Englishman? All your life, right? All my life. <laughs> yep, 35 years. Uh, all my life. Um, haven't lived anywhere else. I've always actually lived on the South Coast as well. So yeah, I'm 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 a South Englishman if if you want to be specific. All right, so you guys are besides the Asian culture, I guess you guys are very into tea, right? Tea is a very big thing over there, right? Yeah, definitely. definitely. So I've been into the tea uh I guess thing for a couple of years already and now it has been uh that I'm trying to lose weight uh i've been drinking more and more tea uh sometimes i drink uh two cups of tea uh, a day because it, it suppresses my hunger once in a while but um i remember seeing somebody uh do a couple things and i so i really want to know how to proper uh do a cup of tea my first question is when i make a cup of tea and then i put my tea bag or whatever and yeah uh and then i put hot water i remember hearing or listening that you shouldn't leave the tea bag inside for a long time is that true or so i i personally i say so full relevations here so i don't drink tea <laughs> or coffee at all but i've made teas and coffees for a lot of different people right Because uh, you do. That's how you 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 are <laughs> integrated into like English office culture. Um, so I would say it's really up to the choice of the individual. Um, but personally, I would leave it in there for like you know a couple of minutes, and then I would give them like a side dish so that they can take out the uh, like the 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 tea bag uh, when they are ready to do so. Um, because some people like that's why they have drawstrings like the the tea bags so that some people like to literally just put them in for like a minute and then take them straight out and then do whatever other people like to keep them in for as long as possible there's really like no you need to keep it in for like five minutes or whatever because obviously you want the tea to be hot right 
Um, and in the UK, it's really, really standard to put, um, you know, uh, milk in, like cold milk usually, to make it like a, a, a good temperature. So you don't want tea to get cold. Uh, don't get me started with the the milk thing. But okay, yep. so 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 it's not like you guys go to tea school for like two years when you're little, and then you learn no, all that. Absolutely not. It's not like absolutely the queen not. comes out in the TV and be like, "Today we're going to be learning how to make a proper cup of tea." No, no. I mean, that would be great. That would be a, a legitimate service uh, that the royal family does, which would be amazing. But no, okay. nothing like that. Because I remember somebody said that you shouldn't leave the the tea bag in there. <laughs> this is so funny to say it. Um, um, and <laughs> uh, so I was making tea, and then I'm like, I wonder what it is. And then uh, I started thinking about you because I was like, oh, it's the tea man right here. But I guess yeah. you're such a Englishman that doesn't drink tea. And anyways, <laughs> I didn't know this, but there you go. Uh, okay, the second question is like, I remember somebody taking a spoon. And put in the tea bag there, and to uh, squish more tea out, you tr you get the little string and turn it around and press it and let yep. it out. Is that a proper thing to do too? I don't know if it's a proper thing. It definitely makes sense, right? Because the water that's inside the bag that's kind of captured is going to be the most infused with the tea flavor, right? Um, but I would say. So my my go-tos were always like the ones, the bags with the little string in. Um, so they have a really long piece of string and then they've got like a piece of um, kind yeah. of uh, two square, square paper together so that you could kind of pull it out or like pull them together so that they would like basically get all the moisture out of the bag. Um, but the reason why we like keeping them or I personally like keeping them is because you can compost them. Uh, so you can put them in your garden and do whatever. Um, oh. So yeah, yeah. Look at That's you. Cool That's another thing yeah. I should ask you because uh, I don't know if you see my plant over there is dying and I don't know what to do. Uh, oh, okay. So, all right. Now, explain the milk for those who see that and think it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, those people are correct. It is gross, but it's like many things in uh, UK culture, I would say, is that it's just something that people don't talk about and people do it. Um, and it's kind of the norm. Uh, it's like, uh, how many teas do you, oh, sorry, how many sugars do you like in your tea? Uh, how much milk do you like? Uh, it's all different shades. Like some people like, I, I've literally made tea for people before where they've wanted it pretty much as close to white as possible in the tea. So they put that much milk in. At the same time, uh, it's become quite fashionable to have no milk in it at all. Um, and there are a million and one different flavors of tea. Cold fusion is also quite popular in the UK as well, um, where it's just like a bag of different random stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, like Joe, if we want to talk about tea, like Joe, who, who we had back on the podcast, like goddamn years ago, uh, he is the man to talk to because he is obsessed with tea. Uh, but for me, it is this weird, bizarre culture where I'm like, The fascination is just really bizarre. I don't really get it in this country. don't really understand it. Um, but I I think I was uh, aggressively, like, I was anti-tea from quite a young age. So <laughs> so asking me these questions is like, it's it's kind of a culture that I see from a distance, if you like. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about the milk. And it, but I'm, uh, once again, I'm lactose tolerant. I wasn't raised with milk, so it's kind of... But you know what? Um uh i also live with one of those psychopaths that uh like white 
uh, things, meaning like they literally put a little bit of coffee and then they pour a whole gallon of milk and they consider that coffee. So yeah. I don't want to say so. who is here and is in the other room, but let's just say it's not me. Uh, <laughs> I drink my coffee black and then I drink my tea just. And why is it the big deal that when I put honey, you guys go nuts and crazy? I, to be honest, I don't really know because obviously honey sweet with is sweet, but also it's like when you add hot water to honey, it separates the flavor really well, right? Uh, and it fuses with the water really well. So yeah, I got no ideas, no ideas. Um, but I think it's just you know people being dicks. Basically, I don't think that's the only way I can put it. And people are oddly, um, they're, they're snobbish about that sort of stuff. It's really bizarre. But I think it's one of those things where they're like, uh, they think it's like gentle ribbing, right? Um, rather than necessarily, you know, like whatever you put in your drink is fine. Honey's fine. Yeah. It's probably better than just raw refined sugar, right? Which is what most people in the UK do. So, Okay. Yeah. Well, and to finish this tea talk, with Andy, the non-tea drinker. <laughs> uh, so here we have English tea. Yeah. So what's the tea in England? What's the most common tea? Because, again, I cannot go to England and ask for English tea, right? I mean, we yeah. talked about this when I talk. we talked about breakfast. We hear you get English breakfast but if I'm fucking in England I'm not going to be like hello sir can you give me some English breakfast there's the same thing goes with I cannot go to I guess uh, your house and talk to your wife and can I have English tea so what is it that you guys have what's the most common tea or do you really call it English tea okay no we don't it's like breakfast blend if you like like it doesn't really have like basically if it doesn't have a name, it is the regular English tea. So, like, if you got PG tips or something like that, it would taste like you would expect. Um, and usually, from my experience being in hotels for, like, for continental hotels, they have something called breakfast blend or breakfast tea, and that's kind of what it is, um, I think. I think it's uh, black tea, right? I think so. I think so. But if you were, to be honest, dude, if you were here, like it's the same, right? If if you were going to a hotel over here and you said, "Hey, I want a full English breakfast," they'd give they they know exactly what that is. Yeah, but so I'm at a hotel like, and I look like this and I sound like this. Of course, they're going to be like, "Yeah, you yeah. you we know what you mean." But if I go <laughs> to your to to your mom, well, yeah, your mom will know. But what I mean is, like, if you look like you and you're an American and you go to, yeah. you you know, somebody's house over there, you cannot say, "Hey, can I have English breakfast?" It's like English or whatever. No, but that would be weird, right? Like, I'm I'm not I'm not a freaking restaurant. Like, you come in and you go, "Hey, Jose, like, what do you want to eat?" Like, I would <laughs> like I'm not coming to you in the morning. Hello, sir. Hope you had a good morning. How's everything going? Okay, let me just note down what your order is. Like, no, I won't. If like, "Hey, Jose, look, I'm really tired. Like, what do you want? You know, my son's been a nightmare. He's been up all night. You know, whatever. What do you want? We got cereal. We got toast. It's over there. Help yourself. That's <laughs> that's what it would be like. But yeah, you should um just say, "Hey." I would like a tea, please. And then I go, okay, cool. Do you have milk and sugar in your tea? Okay. How much milk do you have? 
Okay, how many sugars do you have? Okay. And then if you go, oh, yeah, I'd like some honey in my tea, they might go, I don't have that. <laughs> but, but they probably would, would try and be, you know, like British hospitality is like pretty well known. Like we'll, we'll bend over backwards to make sure you feel accommodated usually. So, yeah. Uh, it's like, we like uh, milk and sugar? No, thank you. Do you have honey? Oh, you're not from here, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, talking about parenting, um, since we're talking about hotels and everything, you know what game that you could um, later on do with your son that I started doing with my son? Uh, since So basically, uh, my girlfriend goes to work. <laughs> I work from home, by the way, just in case somebody is listening and be like, what a dick. This guy makes her go to work. No, I work from home. So I had the luxury to wake my son up and either he gets into Zoom or let him wake up by himself and we spend... Um, if I'm working, he watches TV and if not, you know, we spend some time and sometimes I make him breakfast right away or not. So what I started doing to make it more fun, I started pretending to be, uh, one of, uh, you know, a butler, like the one you have in your house. Uh, okay. and, and, then, uh, and then I have a piece of paper and then I put, um, I put it on a clipboard and I do a menu for, <laughs> for him and I come to him and I, I'm like, well, hello, sir. This is your menu of, of today. So I put the date and then I put uh, uh, his menu. So whether it's strawberries or eggs and the trick part is to put that you put only five ones and you put two or three that, you know, he's not going to want and then one that he's going to have to eat. And then you put uh, five elements that he's going to eat. Then I put three elements of his drinks and I give it yeah. to him. And then I go take a shower and then by the when I come out, he should have put his name next to the items that he wants to eat. And then he leaves it on the on the kitchen and then I make them for him. So that's that's one thing that we started doing. So he I create a menu for him uh, a day and then he chooses from his menu and then I make the menu. So that's one thing that you could do. That's an awesome idea. Do you have like um? do you have like a tea towel or something that you could like fold over your arm and go, hello, sir. How's everything going? <laughs> Fantastic. That's great to hear. Uh, <laughs> here's your menu for today. Like, how do you do it? Or do you literally go, hey, son, here's the menu. Like, how much role play do you get into? Oh, I do role play. Just like the uh, butler that you have in your house. Same thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That's good. That's good. I, I, That's a really good idea. Have you like, so say eggs is on there. Do you determine what sort of eggs they are? Or do you let him like? No, Cheers. so he doesn't like eggs, so I just put him there so he has less choices and more for me to kind of put there. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Uh, I definitely need to... Uh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, so I've like still... instead of your butler telling your son what he wants to eat, you just pretend to be him and then there you yeah. go. <laughs> that's true, exactly. He knows my son better than I do. Um, <laughs> but no, that's, that's not true. Um yeah, I need to do something like that. The only so the thing that I do that's closest to that is literally like, hey, you've got three choices, choose one, and it's like <laughs> things in front of them. But yeah, when he's I, that must help with their re reading progression, right? As well. Well, yeah, like I think it helps. I just started doing it because I like to create things like that, and it, I think it was one of those, like you said, a role play thing. So one day I just said, oh, let me make a menu for you, and I was like, whoa, hello, sir, how are you? Here's your menu for today. I'm going to go take a shower and please put your name next to the items that you want to eat this morning. When I come out, I'll prepare them for you. And then the third time I did it, he was so excited. And then he would not like, 
like keep the menu on the counter. So I would have to be yeah. like, hey, just leave it there. I need to know what I'm going to prepare. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, and then some, sometimes he just like puts it in front of my face. Like, I don't remember. I was like, oh, God. But, you know, it's entertaining. So I usually put like a fruit, eggs. He's never going to choose eggs. And then yogurt or uh, toast. I did toast last time. So it was toast, strawberries, eggs. Uh, oranges. So I knew he was not going to get oranges and eggs. So I knew he was going to pick strawberries and toast. Uh, and then yogurt, of course, has to be there. And then I gave him choices of chocolate milk, milk, and um, orange juice. He usually picks orange juice. Uh, but this time he wanted milk. So yeah, and it helps with the reading and it helps with the writing. So that's what I said. Probably not right now, maybe in the future. Do you, uh, are you thinking about going like the Burger King route with it? Where like they can, you can go, hey, look, can I, uh, look, I know you put this, but can I have that and with X and with Y? Like how much do you allow like the flexibility on it? Oh, it's like I, I've been telling people like I, I love him to death and I do everything for him. But as soon as he turns 18, I'm going to open the door and be like, get the fuck out of my house. Right. <laughs> if he starts saying that, I'm going to grab the board, throw it to the wall and be like, yeah, you know what? You're having eggs today. <laughs> Uh, that's good that's good i I, uh, that's a really good idea that's a really good idea i'm gonna look and get into a uh a matra d outfit or something so you can like do it proper that'd be good (laughs) with like a hat and like a black and white like tux thing that'd be awesome and Uh, it gives you a chance to practice your british accent as well that'd be great (laughs) i mean i already have a watermelon accent imagine a watermelon accent trying to do an english accent i can still even say portsmouth with uh god it was a good try. Is he getting better? Nah, you, it's getting, getting worse. Nah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's getting worse. It's okay. Hey, talking about drinks, uh, one thing that happened last weekend, and that's why you couldn't be here, is that it was Mother's Day, right? And then yeah. got me thinking, since I always promote Hairless Dog Brewing Company, and if you use my code, De La Roca, you could get 10% off. Um, they're promoting the Citra Lager um, uh, uh, brewed this month and so it was mother's day last week uh over there in the uk yep. here is the second uh sunday of may and in latin america uh is may 10th so you guys had mother's day over there and i want to know all about that but my first uh and this is probably one thing that i may have the guys from uh hairless dog brewing company come by and talk about more about it is that because this is a non-alcoholic beer and it's a true non-alcoholic beer, they always promote uh, pregnant people drinking it. Oh, and, yeah. and then, so, to start this What Did You Do for Mother's Day uh, segment, I wanted to know, does your wife drinks at all? And was she uh, is she missing something? And is she, would she drink something like this if it was available? uh yeah i think so um she she, i mean she definitely she drinks some beers with me uh drinks some wine as well but obviously since pregnancies come around that that doesn't happen anymore um and she certainly misses it uh our thing is like corona um but we have yeah yeah yeah. but we have like you have like the rubbish corona over there um we get the different one that's way better um because i think it's made by i mean it says it's still brewed in like a different place but um yeah i think i think we've got a better one because whenever i went to the states and had a corona it was like not the same at all um 
yeah, so she does miss it. I think we we haven't got to the stage where we've had non-alcoholic beer, but that's actually a really good shout. That could actually work. That could actually be a birthday present potentially because she has one coming up. That could be a really good shout. But that's the thing, like uh, you know, most non-alcoholics. Oh no, the Heineken one is I think totally zero zero, but it's garbage for me because it doesn't yeah, taste like. Yes, but um. Oh, but, but, I mean, if you find a truly non-alcoholic one, you may now. Do you guys do the, the micheladas and stuff like that, or do you even know what that is? No, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Wait, you you don't know about this? No, no, no. No, like, uh, you know how you guys you were you had bloody marys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of like that. So we do clamato. Okay. And then you put the beer, which is for you guys would be Corona, is perfectly. And then you put yeah. um, um, clamato, Corona, salt, lemon, and then you mix it. It's kind of like a Bloody Mary type of drink. So I'm sure you don't know what clamato is, but if you Google it, maybe you could find it in your grocery store next to the Corona, I guess. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you should do that when she's not pregnant, but. You know, she, my girlfriend, tried to do uh, one of those with one of these ones, and she, well, she doesn't drink beer. She just likes the clamato, so she didn't like it. But oh, okay, yeah, that'd be I a think good. It's, one. it's it's a really good because uh, obviously, I, I'm pretty sure the whole reason why Heineken do non-alcoholic stuff is just so they can still advertise in like sport, because um, a lot of sports have like a zero. Um, you know, you can't advertise alcohol anymore. Obviously, they still are, Heineken are still all over Formula One, um, but they're all over Formula One with their zero point zero percent non-alcoholic beer thing, which is like, yeah, but you know, it it does our our advertise their brand as well. Um, but yeah, I haven't really considered that. I think that the main thing that why wife misses is like brie and different sorts of cheeses that have like matured a bit too much, so bacteria is a problem. Um, they are disgusting. They're super strong cheeses, but they're really, really, they're good. They're good, I think. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, th- those are the things that she re- misses a lot. But, uh, yeah, alcohol, there is something about alcohol, and it's not even the alcohol itself, I don't think. I think it is something about, you know, like you opened a tin right there, right, or, or a can. Uh, we call them tinnies over here. That doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they do, actually, but me and my mates do. Anyway, um <laughs> the the thing with there is something that happens mentally uh in in like in a happy center when you grab something cold from the fridge you open it and it's fizzy and tastes nice and sweet and has a really good texture to it um so yeah i definitely think that non-alcoholic beer that could actually be a really good shout um i didn't do that for mother's day uh mother's day was last week last sunday if i'm absolutely honest with you can't really remember what i got my wife <laughs> but i did but i did get something for sure um i think well i got hang on hang on let's see hang on hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. so i think what happened is that uh so i got her two things the first thing <laughs> is and i'm definitely not pausing because i'm straining to remember the first thing was um was a board game that I thought that she could play with my son and me, which was like, it's by the guys that make Exploding Kittens, but it's um, 
Oh, God, I can't even remember what it's called. It's basically you've got a, it's flinging board. <laughs> you've got a board, and uh, you've got an open cat mouth on the middle of the board, and you use uh, magnetic paws to fling the balls into the magnetic mouth, um, and then the first person to do it wins. Um, which sounds like a really rubbish present when I describe it out loud. Yeah. Uh, so there was that one, and then I got her some so there's there's this this guy called thomas cookie and thomas cookie is like a a holiday firm in the uk but obviously cookies are a delicious biscuit thingy whatever and i bought her some of her favorite thomas cookie things which were um the uh they, they were like this strawberry white chocolate thing so i got them those as well um I swear there was something else, but I cannot remember it. But yeah, so that was my wife. And obviously she needs to get two gifts because she needs to get one from my son as well. And I did that. Um, and then for my mum, I, obviously I haven't, I haven't like yourself, man, I, I haven't seen, uh, because we're still in a state of lockdown over here, I haven't seen my mum for ages. So her presence is still here. So I just got her a book and I got her. Um, so she's ever so slightly lactose intolerant. Um, so she's got slightly, you know, she can't have chocolate and stuff like that. But I got her this like collection of basically uh, they're like dairy free chocolate um, and gluten free chocolate. So, yeah. So I think those two are pretty solid apart from I swear I got a good one for Nicola, uh, for my wife. I definitely did. I just can't remember what it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> seven days. A lot happens in seven days in this house. Uh, 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 I guess. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Again, I cannot wait until Andy Point Two comes. Uh, uh, 2.0 starts by in December when he's a full-time stay-at-home dad with agendas and iPads and and schedules, and he remembers everything that he did, even though it's only seven days. I cannot wait for that, Andy. Anyways, <laughs> and the funny thing is that Andy tells me he's like, "Oh, I can't do it this because I'm doing all this stuff for." For my wonderful oh, wife, yeah, that was it. That and was then it. and then I was like, "Oh, don't worry about it. We don't need to record uh, this weekend. You know, it's okay. Take your time. Take your your whatever you're supposed to do." And he's like, "No, nah, I just bought her a couple things." We uh, we did <laughs> have an evening together as well, but I think I booked it out so that we could watch a film together because we don't do that that often. But I don't think we did that in the end. I think we were too knackered. Um, and obviously, because my wife's pregnant, like it kind of that interferes with the planning a little bit as well. Because uh, some nights, you know, she just wants to go to bed at like nine o'clock, which you totally want to do. So, yeah. There yeah. you go. Uh, are you guys eating anything weird yet? Uh, pineapple. Loads of pineapple. Um, that's the thing. Uh, but yeah, that's it, really. Pineapple's the main thing. And we've, we, we're going through. We're trying to cut down on the sugar in our diets as well. So we're going through that at the moment. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah. uh, happy Mother's Day to your wife, to your mom, and to everybody in the UK that is listening. And, uh, you know, Miriam will be a mom soon. So, feliz dia de las madres. I wonder how Miriam does it because she's from Spain. So she's Spaniard. I wonder how many Mother's Day she has because she's in the UK now and... I wonder how many Mother's Day she has. I'm pretty sure yeah, she's going to tell us on Facebook because she's our yeah. number one fan in Facebook. 
uh, which we, I love it. I love it. It's incredible. It's just uh, every time she, um, somebody posts, oh, uh, his uh, Will posted that she did a, a thing, a virtual gallery. And I think I was working and so I could do a, many things at once. And then I started looking at the gallery that she did. And it was really good. And she poured her heart into the gallery. And then I was reading. It took me a whole hour. And then there was a video, which I clicked during halftime because I cannot have audio, right? Um, but uh, during halftime, I was like, okay, let me watch it. And then it just amazes me all the time how she's a scientist and she was like on a boat, you know, exploring disease and analyzing disease. It's like, and then you realize she's a super fan of this podcast. And I was like, why? <laughs> but anyways, thank you, Miriam. And happy Mother's Day to her. Exactly, exactly. Um, I, it's weird, the different days thing. Because obviously in the States, it's a different month, right? I think everywhere else. Because even in Latin America, it's May. Huh. I wonder why it's different over here. Yeah, I don't know. We should probably look into that. That's probably, there's probably a really good reason for it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, why do you guys put milk and not honey? Anyways. This is the segment that everybody wants to hear. And the only reason sometimes they listen to this podcast is just to listen to Andy talk about what he does, what he knows, and why he's an expert of what he does. So ladies and gentlemen, if you are new to the show, Andy lives in England and I met him through the video game connection and he's being a video game uh, player and he's been in the industry. He has been getting paid by the gaming industry for all his adult life. So he's not only an expert, he also plays, knows and likes everything about video games. So I sent him a little, uh, um, you know, you know, clip, not a clip. I send them uh, a little a link because a, a PlayStation had uh, the 10 free games that you should download this summer so you could play uh, on a um, video game. I also send it to my other friend who is, let's just say, high up in the in the gaming industry. Uh, and then he did a couple of recommendations. But I want to hear about uh, what Andy has to say because he's a... Uh, you play a lot of video games, and I just want, and since you're a dad, maybe you could tell us which ones should we play or not. Yeah, so it's the Play at Home initiative from PlayStation. So they've done this a couple of times before um, for lockdown. It also helps them. So essentially, it's an initiative where people who own a PlayStation can play certain titles for free, and they're released for free for people to own forever via the PlayStation Store. Um, the reason why they do this is, is you know, I, I don't know, frankly. Um, but the reason, the public reason why they say they do it is that um, they want to essentially encourage people to stay entertained while they're at home doing the safe thing and not spreading COVID. I think that's where it started. But the positives for doing this thing are like they get people to use their store. They uh, evangelize some of their key brands, a lot of whom are like... Um, playstation specific or bar from studios which are owned by them um so yeah it's a play at home initiative very very interesting so 10 free games is coming to uh playstation network uh they're already available for money but they will be available for free very soon uh so the games are res infinite abzu the witness enter the gungeon subnautica and a few 
PlayStation VR specific titles like Moss, which is a brilliant kind of um, like animal based based platformer, which is really really good. Astrobot, which is their from their first party studio, um, which is again it's a VR thing, but it's like a VR platformer, really charismatic, awesome game. Uh, and a game called Thumper, which is essentially a rhythm game where you have to kind of move your ship to ride like music wavelengths. Um, really, really cool. Uh, so my recommendations of the list are like Res Infinite is brilliant. It is a kind of a, how would I describe it? It's almost like a rhythm game again, um, where it's like a shooter where you're, you're on the, on rails, which basically means that you're following a predetermined path. Uh, and it's super colorful. The music is super engaging, really, really good. Uh, Abzu, uh, I haven't played, uh, but I hear it's good. <laughs> um, the Witness is is a first person like puzzle game, um, which is really cerebral. Uh, it's by uh, the guy that did Braid, if you've ever heard of that, which was like a time travel platformer. Um, a guy called Jonathan Blow, super talented indie developer. Uh, and The Witness is like it's all about you being essentially you spawn in on this island you don't know anything but you have to solve puzzles to kind of unlock new segments of the island so that one's really good uh and enter the gungeon is probably my favorite one on the list i think uh reasons being it's not vr exclusive so anyone can play it because obviously you know not everyone has a vr headset for their playstation uh and it is a top down or side on i should say like shooter uh where you are crawling through dungeons um picking up weapons as you go uh and they are some of the most imaginative like gun weapons you'll ever find in a game uh like guns that shoot chairs guns that shoot tables <laughs> guns that shoot whatever it's awesome really really good um so yeah th- those are kind of my picks i know they're doing other stuff as well so um sony are also making a few of their other games free uh, over the coming months um uh so the biggest one, I think, and it's one that I've actually left off this list, uh, which is Horizon Zero Dawn, which is this massive near future post-apocalyptic um, uh, survival game, essentially, uh, where you are like humanity as you know it is gone. Um, there are these weird metallic beasts that are like roam through the world uh, and it's up to you as a native to this world as the last human tribes to essentially find your way through the world and, and figure out what's going on really really good game uh lots of content and the fact that this thing is free like this game was a bit of a uh horizon zero dawn was a bit of a journalist and media darling uh when it came out a couple of years ago uh and they're bringing out a sequel um in it's either this year or next year uh, so yeah, that's something to download from April 19th. And then all the other games that I talked about will be available to download from March 25th. And I don't think they're all going to be available at the same time. I think they're going to stagger those out. So yeah, if you've got a PlayStation VR headset, I mean, you've probably played Astrobot Rescue Mission before and Moss and Thumper and play- Paper Beast. Um, but if you don't, uh, like there's loads of other games that are well worth giving a go as well. Oh, March 25th. That's an interesting yep. day. It's my birthday that day. So there you go. Oh, That's no my way. treat to all of you guys listening. Uh, free games from me to you on the PlayStation. So March 25th, go get your free games courtesy of Jose. <laughs> hey, but um, 
So my friend told me, uh, uh, you you said the name Suburbia, so Marine Subnautica. Subnautica. Yeah. He said that that yeah. one will be probably okay for my son to watch me play. Yeah, definitely. So Subnautica is like it's an underwater survival game, basically. Um, so you are essentially trying to build a base, and so you spawn in the world. You don't really have anything, um, and you need to find air to like survive um and then you kind of take things from there really um so it's very much a sandbox experience which means that you don't get a lot of help there's not really a story um but it's yeah it's definitely it's a good game it's definitely worth playing i think enter the gungeon i mean yeah it's guns right but but your son's older than mine um yeah it, but it's but if you shoot chairs that's like the, the coolest thing for a five-year-old right don't don't yeah don't, doesn't yeah. he wants to actually shoot chairs yeah i mean subnautica is definitely a good pick for sure and you can put i think you might even be able to play it together i don't know if it has a multiplayer i know that enter the gungeon does so enter the gungeon's kind of like a, a bullet hell thing which means that there are so many bullets on screen at the time and you as a as a character kind of have to avoid them while still spewing out your own bullets to try and take down the enemy so it's really colorful it's kind of pixelated so even though it is violent because it's guns right uh, there is an element of like cartoonish violence to it that it's and there's no swear words or anything like that. So your your friend's totally right. Subnautica is a great shout, um, and that's one is super popular with um with kids as well. Uh, but Enter the Gungeon's also good. Um, the Witness is probably more. I tell you what, the Witness is something that you and your wife can play potentially, uh, or you and your your other half can play because it's like. You, it doesn't just because you're holding the controller doesn't mean the other person can't help you and they're all like logic based puzzles that are based on visual learning so you know it will be like you'll see a row of 20 blocks and there'll be certain blocks that are colored a different way and you need to figure out what the relationships with the or the what the pattern is it's all stuff like that um so yeah it, it's to be honest with you i'm really shocked <laughs> that these games are being made free because they're 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 brilliant um absolute i hear loads of good things about but i never really played it i can tell you that it's got awesome box art and i think it's based underwater but yeah i i, I don't know more than that about that one so there you go go check them out free uh from me to you <laughs> i don't know why i'm taking credit but fuck it, it's my birthday so i'll take credit uh and if anything i have somebody back me up in sony uh anyways that was andy with his video game take do you like beer? I do. And now I can have great craft beer any time of the day, thanks to my friends at Hairless Dog Brewing. Hairless Dog Brewing are the first domestic US 0% ABV craft beer brand with truly alcohol-free products. That means you can have a great craft beer any time of the day. I usually have the Citra Lager for lunch or the coffee stout with my waffles. But most of my friends and family like the IPA. I quit drinking about five years ago, and I always looked for great non-alcoholic beers. And I finally found them at Hairless Dog Brewing. So head over at drinkhairlessdog.com, that is drinkhairlessdog.com, and use my promo code, De La Roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A, to receive 10% off your purchase. That is drink hairlessdog.com promo code de la roca i guess we gotta talk about parenting 
<laughs> no, I can't believe you just dropped in then. It's your birthday in like four days' time. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm going to be 38, but I always tell my son to tell people I'm going to be 28. Uh, I'm still working. I mean, he understands we're kind of joking around, which I guess I'm... You know what? It's Okay, so I guess this could be a topic because we were going to talk about poop and we should talk about poop. Um, yeah. But it has come to the... I can't say anything. Like, we're at that age with... I can't say anything because I cannot and I cannot joke around because you know me. I'm like I grew up in the street, so I talk trash as a yeah. form of of I like you. So if I talk trash to you, I like you. If I talk shit to you, I like you. Meaning not like like you like you, but you know we're friends. I yeah, care about you, yeah. or I do like you, or I love you. I'm going. That's the way. I express things, right? I get on top of um, my girlfriend and we play around. We wrestle. I'm not the guy who's going to be holding hands 24-7. I'm not the guy who's going to be like, honey, I love you. Come here, my love. And just not me. Instead, I'm going to be like, what's up? You know? Yeah. And that's the way I am. But unfortunately, because I'm a almost 38-year-old man, I talk trash like a 38-year-old man, and I have a little person in the house who doesn't look like me, but he imitates everything that I do. So it has come to the conclusion that I I feel, you know, frustrated because I can't say anything anymore. Like, if I say, holy crap, then I hear, holy crap, or if I say, like, you know, these people are not doing anything, man. What are they doing? And then he's like, these people are not doing anything. What are So it's like, <laughs> I don't know what to do because it feels like I cannot be me. But then I shouldn't. Then you had to explain the difference between, you know, why shouldn't you burp in front of people? But burping here is good. Or we had to go into like, I was farting too much and he started to fart on people's faces. And we had to stop <laughs> that. And like, uh, like, uh, to the point where like we're playing, um, I for, uh, oh yeah, like, uh, we're playing, uh, uh, Mario Kart because that's what we do. And I said, this guy suck. And then he's like, this guy suck. And then I, I don't know, I don't know, uh, 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 what's your opinion on this, but I just feel like it's good luck when they start repeating everything and they want to be you. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I can't be myself. <laughs> what? Okay, so let's rewind a little bit. So it's not okay to fart in people's faces. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know who you had that from, man. That, that must be an American thing. I'm not sure. I think in the UK it's different. Um, but um, yeah, I. Uh, it, it's funny that you said the, the, the word suck. That's really funny because I, I had to deal with a lot of poop today because we're still going through toilet training. And we have a walk-in shower. And what happens is that basically if he poops himself, sometimes he'll poop himself and he has clothes on. And then we don't put clothes on back on him always immediately. And there's been times where we just put him in the shower and we turn on the shower and he's like, look, you know, just go in there and just toast yourself down and then come back out. Right. And then there was times today where it was within 45 minutes. I cleaned up the poop from him, different sets. Ugh like four times and it was like all different consistencies 
starting off solid and getting more liquid towards the end. And I just, I said to him, like, after the last time, because it wasn't that I was getting irate. It's just, I, because I wasn't, I'm always really, really calm with them. I really, really try to be calm with them. And I never want to lose my rag because everything I read about says that, look, you know, you can't lose your rag with your kids because they replicate the energy that you bring, right? So if you bring negative energy, then you're going to get negative energy back. And I think while I was drying him off on, 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 the, on our, uh, on our bed in the, in the uh, mummy daddy room, we call it. Um, I, I just, I found some like poop underneath one of my fingernails. Right. Uh, and I just, went, oh, and it was completely like off the cuff. I was like, Oh man, you, you just, you suck today. All right. <laughs> and I said it out loud. And then my son's about to be, no, I don't suck. And then that was it. But I was like, man, I really need to be careful about that stuff for the, for the exact same reason that you talked about. Right. Which is, it would just replicate everything. Um, By the way, I think even though they don't know what that word means. They totally know that it's a negative, right? Um, yeah. And you were lucky that your wife wasn't there, right? Because then not only <laughs> you will feel bad because he's saying it, but then you will have to turn to either left or right and have that look of your partner looking at you yeah. like, you dumbass, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, but I think like you always need the room to be a safe space, like the home to be a safe space, right? Where they can kind of, you know, not do whatever they want, but you want them to be your, themselves around you. Um, but I think it's, it's. I mean, the fact that he's trying to replicate what you do is like, how do you not find that funny? I just always find it funny when it happens. Like... Um, yeah. Yeah, he started. Really he started pointing out. Well, he likes attention, right? We already went through this. That he, I'm trying for him to the point that I had to tell him to go to his room and do things, and I had to lecture people here to let him alone, so he's not a 29 year old mom, mama's boy that doesn't want to leave the house, and yeah. you know, so things like that. I was trying to tell people, I was like, hey, you know, we should change this right now before it's too late. So he's always, he's getting so smart to get attention. So he knows how to get us. And I think he either remember or he started to learn or that nowadays he just does what I do where he's like, hey, Papa, he points at me and then he farts. And it's like the <laughs> coolest thing ever. And then I already broke my rule because I gave him my attention by laughing. So it's just, yeah. we're going through through that so i don't know how to fix it i don't know if i should fix it but you know what the thing that comes out is always the proof of something meaning that i know that my nephews and my niece are good kids they don't say bad words they don't you know express themselves bad and my brother and my sister-in-law are actually very you know uh they don't they speak well and everything, but let's just say their families are very trash talk, even to bad words a lot. And I mean a lot. And they say it aloud. They That's how they yeah. speak and stuff like that. But their kids don't. So that's the lesson to be learned that, you know, you could have both ways. You could have your kids watch when they're older you know, something that has bad words doesn't mean they're going to be like that. So it's up to the no. parent to 
kind of show them the way of why you shouldn't be like that, but it's okay to see stuff like that. And it comes to the same point that I don't care what they do. I care what you do, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's always a really important thing to remember as well is that like every kid is a kid around their parents and they know what their buttons are. Like they're clever. Like they know how to entertain and they know kind of how to get what they want, which is a good thing, really. Like you want them to have those life skills, right? Like you don't want them to be afraid of everything. You want them to be kind of embracing things. And I think that that being funny thing, because it makes other people happy, I think fundamentally that's a really good thing because that shows that they're socially intelligent. It shows that like they are, you know, really aware of their surroundings. Um, and I, I farts are always funny. Like they they just are. Like there's there's no way like any sort of gaseous movement is always funny. So yeah, I think I think you're probably a little bit like me, Jose, in that like you always judge your kids probably more than other kids, right? Because you want them to be, you know, you want them to be better, but not because you want them to be better. You just want them to be okay. And you want them to, you know, be happy in life. I think that's where that comes from. It comes from a good place. Um, yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, so I want to see Andy when when his son farts in the table and then his wife looks at him and then you're laughing and then you know, and then you're going to figure it out that, okay, I guess I'm going to have to tell him no, but how can I? Because then, you know. It, it's impossible. Your mom you is going it. to also give you shit be like he's not supposed to do that (laughs) or something i definitely there's there's (laughs) he started doing this which is so rude it makes me laugh every time uh so you're starting to read him like a bedtime story and he's not tired and he just wants to make you laugh and he wants to keep you in the room for a bit longer so what he's started doing is when we read him the bedtime story he waits a couple of pages until we're in and let's say you've read him a couple of books so he, he he's like okay i just want one more book and then i'll go to sleep okay and basically he'll start snoring like very loudly while you're reading it like he's bored of the book like <laughs> and then like then you're like come on mate please just let's just get to the end of this book and he's like okay but i find it hilarious every time because it's just really really funny um yeah i that being the entertainer thing that's definitely a you know that's a young kid thing i think like as soon as they get teenagers, then they're not going to give a shit about that, right? So it's really we just got to make the most of it while they like it because I think it's it's just adorable, isn't it? Really, I just feel trapped that I cannot be myself because then I had to watch what I say, watch what I do, watch what I don't do. <laughs> That's why you have this podcast, right? I guess say whatever so. you want here, man. Safe space. <laughs> so how's the pooping going? <laughs> uh yeah it's it's still going it's still it's still getting there um so it used to be the case where he's just used to hold it all in and then when it came to the weekend it was just a day of a poop party basically and he's not doing that anymore which is really good really healthy uh and instead it's spread over three days rather than just one day um which is must be way healthier um yeah i think he's get, he's definitely getting there he's definitely getting there it's just you know, we, we've got cream carpets in the house, which is just a mistake whenever you're training anyone. Um, and uh, yeah, 
and uh, the thing is, the body training like they regress and then they go forward and then they regress a bit more. So it's just it's a war of attrition. So everything I've read says that you know peas are really easy, poop takes months. Um, so yeah, just got. But you said so you had to like uh, start getting new strategies, right? Yeah. So I tried. I was a bit exasperated today, like I mentioned earlier, with the, you know, having to teen and clean up four in a very short succession. Uh, I was, yeah, whatever, just a, a short run of them. Um, so, yeah, I, I basically just said to him, and I didn't guilt trip him, I just explained to him what the results are. And we've never really done this before. You know, we've always been like, you know, he's pooed wherever pooed in his pants pooed wherever uh and basically we've always gone hey you know maybe you want to put it in the potty next time i don't know or put it in the toilet or whatever and today that changed for me just because you know i was a little bit just i was just like this is stupid we got to do something different so i basically sat him down and said like like you know you need to do it in the potty and there was an occasion today where like i looked at him like in the eye uh, he was like you don't need to go to the potty right he was like nope i'm fine I, i'm gonna play he's like okay and then literally i see him like grabbing onto a curtain like straining <laughs> like like dude you clearly do and then i i picked him up rushed him into the shower and then you know it's warm water it's not cold water we're not monsters and then like hosed him <laughs> off and then cleaned up the shower afterwards and then wrapped him up in a in a towel and then put him on um mum and daddy bed and then basically said you know look every time you do this i'm away from you for longer mummy's away from you for longer we have to tidy you up you have to go in the shower and we have to spend time cleaning the carpets and cleaning all this stuff and it just it just it's bad for everyone like nobody likes it it's sad for you because you're dirty and you need to get clean it's sad for us because we get dirty cleaning up your stuff so you know you just need to sort it out um And I didn't do it in a forceful way. I did it in a way that was like, just like I just said it really, you know, you just, you know, you need to work with us, not against us kind of thing. Um, but he felt guilt. He felt, and he started crying. Like he was like, okay, I'm sorry. I, was like, I didn't mean to. I was like, that's okay. I know you didn't mean to. But the thing is when he says he doesn't mean to, that then I basically said to him, yeah, you said you didn't mean to, but I asked you before, I saw you straining and you didn't. And obviously he's three, right? Like you can't treat him like a, like a, like, you know, like yes, sir, you're absolutely right. I won't do it again. Like you can't treat him like a, a 25 year old or whatever. Um, but I just needed to do something different. Like I needed to explain it to him and he is, he is clever. He does get it. Um, and he didn't do it for the rest of the day. But I think that's just because, you know, the, the, the poop well had run dry. There was nothing left. Um, so we'll see how that does over the time. Um, everything that I've read says that you shouldn't make them feel guilty and that you should be proactive and nice. But today I just had to do something just a little bit different just to see what it was like. Again, didn't yell at him, wasn't mean to him. I didn't mean to make him cry. I just wanted him to feel something different about this thing. And I wanted him to understand that, you know, it's, it's not cool. Um, Uh, and that was after no that was after you suck comment which just came out uh, completely involuntary so yeah so whether it works I don't know I don't know well, I mean I think you and I are 
are in the same boat where, you know, I think I talked about this where you tell them, 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 you tell them a month, two months, three months, four months, five months, every day, every day, every day. And you come to a point where I think it happened this week where I told them, if you don't like nice me, you really not going to like mean me. And it came to the point that I think I made this point before where I tell them, please don't come to the kitchen. What are you doing in the kitchen? One, because mm. the kitchen could hurt you. What if we're boiling something and we don't know you're there? What if I have a knife and I turn around and you're next to me and unfortunately something happens? So I don't want you to be in the kitchen where we're in the kitchen, where we're cooking, where we're doing stuff like that. It comes down to the same thing that happened when he tried to touch the curling iron and then he figured out it was hot and that's the reason we tell him not to touch it. So the same reason we don't want him to be in the kitchen when we're doing stuff is because for his own good. Yeah. And there's been times where he's still in the kitchen, so I had to kind of not yell, but be like, raise my voice and tell him to get out, move. Yeah. I don't need you here. It's for your own good. Get out. We've been telling you way too long. You still don't understand, so I'm going to have to raise my voice and be me. And it has come to this point a couple times where, like, if you don't understand what I'm trying to do and say, you're really going to make me do things that you don't like. Like, yeah. we've been telling you to, you know, play in your room or... I asked you, there were a couple of times where I had to ask him, like, where do you want me to go so I could exercise? And then he says, this whole living room is going to be mine. So you go to the alley. All right, cool. Let me go to the fucking alley. And then he starts playing right there. And the reason I don't want him to play with there is because I have 35 pound dumbbells that what if I break my arm? I drop the dumbbell and hits him. Right. So to the point that has come that I had to be like, kind of getting mad or I tell him things and then a couple times there has been like all right I'm done I've been saying this for forever I go to his room grab a toy and throw it in the trash in front of him mm. and then he gets it or he knows like something happened right but I'm like yeah. come on man I've been telling you for this is not the first time it's not the second time it's not the 15th time it's the hundred time but if you don't like it one way, then we're going to do it another way. And if yeah. that's the only way you want to do it, well, we're going to do it that way. Because unfortunately, we gave you a hundred t- times tries and you didn't get it. Same thing as what I talked about the, the soap. First time that you dropped the soap everywhere, it's fine. Second time, learn, please don't do this again. Third time, it's it's game over. Yeah. You're grounded. You know? But it, it's horrible, right? Like nobody enjoys it. No, I, I don't mind. Work. I actually don't mind, man. Like I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Like I said, you know, like, and we're talking about, you know, how if he starts coughing, I become a little bitch and I'm crying and I yeah. want him to be good and everything. But if he falls down, and especially if we've been telling him not to do things, I don't care. Get up. It's fine. I don't. I, if I'm going to be mean and and I'm going to be the bad guy. I have said it before. If I'm going, if I have to be the bad guy here, fuck it. I'm going to be the bad guy. I don't give a fuck. But you have to listen. You have to change, and you have to do things that we tell you to do. Just like yeah. it, you know, I just said it. If we're doing it for your own good, 
and you you're not going to learn the good way well you're gonna learn the bad way and i don't care does it do i feel bad not at all because i'm doing it for his own good yeah that's a good way to look at it i mean obviously you're a grizzled parent right like you've been doing it for a few more years than i have so maybe i'm still quite green (laughs) well you know like it's like everything i you know like even doing homework like yeah uh like i know you could do things like let's let's say you're my son i know that you could do an a and i know that if i leave you alone and i tell you that we're going to be here all day and you're not going to watch t so this is the the reasoning that we that i give him all the time why is it that you could do it by yourself and if i tell you that you're not going to have tv time at night you do it right, you do it quick, and you pay attention. If he, if, if he shows me that he could do it one time, why can't mm. I be repeated or do it all the time that we tell him to do? Then he's he's playing us, and that's not going to happen. Like I say, mm. I'm, I'm trying to be the best parent. I'm trying to give him the everything, and I love him to death, and I will do everything for him. But no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I could be a bad guy. I don't give a shit. I think I think you have to be like sometimes like you you have to be able to go there because I think ultimately you know you have to try different strategies. You have to figure out what works and what doesn't. And every kid is slightly different. Like if I think about you know my upbringing with my mum, like I can only remember maybe a couple of times my mum leaving her rag with me, like a couple of times. But those times like stuck with me. Um, so I think it is a card that you play. You know, some kids need you to play it all the time. Other kids don't. Um, and I think that's that's kind of the, the strategy, really. I, I mean, when it comes to safety, like you have to be, you know, like if, if my son was like running into the road or something, and we've had it with car parks and his behavior there and stuff, and we've, we've instilled him in a young age, like, hey, cars are around, like, be careful you know just stay with me i had it today as well um with um so my uh uh basically we 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 spend some time with some horses today and like i was in the field giving them some grass or whatever um and he and basically with horses there's like a general rule with horses right which is they're big animals they're super dangerous because they're super strong but you should never really they're a bit like cars the way that they're shaped <laughs> in terms of like their rectangles right so you kind of want to stay out of their blind spots because they don't know where they are uh where you are so that you want to stay away from like their rear legs um because they're super powerful and they can kick you um and he wanted to be in the field with me today and he was super obviously you know super young kid three uh and you know i was like yeah yeah absolutely be in the field with me uh, two horses they're only like uh arabian or uh, welsh cobs i think they were so like they're quite they're quite small they're not huge horses um but they you know it's springtime they're a little bit frisky and i said you know just stay with me and he stayed with me he was really good and then he started getting confident and he started walking around the field a bit independently of me and then i saw him like get cardinal sin is like get close to a horse uh, at the rear because they don't see you coming and like you know their brains are this is my understanding i'm not a vet 
we're not psychologists, whatever. My understanding is that because they, when they used to be out on the plains running around and getting attacked by coyotes or, or dogs or, you know, leopards or whatever, they would always attack them from the rear because they don't see the rear. Um, so if a horse doesn't see a threat or doesn't see where something is coming from and something brushes past their rear legs, they'll just kick. Same with their tail as well. They'll just kick out almost instinctively. And he was very, very close to these rear legs. Uh, so I said, stop. And he stopped. Um, and then he came around to the front. And then I I took him out of the field. And then I explained to him, you know, don't do that. But that was on me, right? Because uh, I should have explained that to him. Uh, but you kind of get into a sense of false security. And I think that's that's the thing. Like, if you're firm when it's dangerous, I think that's totally okay. Um yeah but like i said every kid's different so some kids need that firmness in other places too yeah look at you like we learn about uh horses today too there you go yeah yeah yeah. there we go uh but i do gotta uh uh you know uh (laughs) say this because it's true and uh, uh my girlfriend always gives me shit and uh (laughs) so it could be like in the morning he drives me nuts and then he's not doing things that I do and then I go crazy and I tell him no and and then five o'clock stops by and be like hey you wanna have ice cream with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but where do you, where do you think that comes from, man? Do you think that's like a do you think that's a guilt thing or do you think that's just I want to have some a, a nice time with my son or a nice moment? I think it's just the the. You know, it's one of those things that uh, being a dad, um, I seen it where he hears my voice and he knows, mm. uh-oh, or he sees me and he's like, uh-oh. But he also knows that he could come to me and then fart on my hand and we're both going to laugh, right? So <laughs> it's like he's probably knows me and he he understands me and he knows that if he because uh, we take naps here we we're, we're getting old and we wake yep. up early so uh because we need to and it's it's a health thing too because it's healthy to take naps um uh i i take a nap and then my girlfriend takes a nap so whenever uh, she takes a nap um he needs to be quiet so i usually grab him and i put him on top of the uh, the dishwasher kind of and then uh, which is you know granite so which is fine and then i open the fridge and then we have a snack or something it's just a, a nice. dad and, and son moment but then like early in the day i was like i told you a thousand times why can't you listen to me <laughs> like and you're not going to have treats today and five o'clock comes by and be like hey you want to have some ice cream you and mine i don't know it's just i mean parent, nobody said that it was going to be easy so there you go yeah I, I think you definitely need those moments. I'm exactly the same. I'm like, you know, there was times today when he absolutely drove, uh, did my head in. But then, you know, when he wants to piss about and jump on beds and like just do anything apart from go to sleep in the evening, I just find it really funny. So I just, you know, just lock around with him. Um, yeah, that ice cream thing. There is something about giving, a, I think ice cream is like the ultimate uh, in terms of like a a parent and kid thing. Um, there's a, if anyone's got Disney plus, um, there is a great, uh, Jeff Goldblum. There's a great, a great Jeff Goldblum series. And one of the episodes is on ice cream. And it's like one of the best things I've ever seen on TV. Ice cream's amazing. I freaking love ice cream. It's great. 
there you go. No, but yeah. And then we're working on different things. Like we had to, you know, we're working on him understanding how this is a safe space, but you you shouldn't treat people the same way you treat your your dad and mom. Meaning like he's very touchy feeling. So he could yeah. be with you sitting down and he kind of touches you and then goes different places and he's a kid. How do you explain him not to touch there and not to go there? And then you start yeah. thinking, what if it starts doing that to an adult? And what if it's the wrong adult? So we had to start talking about that and be like, okay, you have to stop with the hands. And then if somebody... So it's, don't have kids, guys. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here. And I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am and they only have one mission for the beer men to look, feel and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order that is de la roca d-e-l-a-r-o-c-a are you ready hey are you ready for this are you hanging on the edge of your seat i need a break are you ready hey are you ready for this are you hanging on the edge of your seat i need a break are you ready hey are you ready for this are you hanging on the edge of your seat i need a break out of the doorway the bullets rip repeat to the sound of the beat We have a little segment called Andy's Jokes. And the way it works is that Andy tells us a wonderful, amazing, so ha 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 joke. And it's up to you to decide whether the joke is good or bad. And you can send us an email, hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Let us know whether the joke was good, the joke was bad, or if you got it online or not. And this segment is brought to you by Sober Industries. Sober Industries, the leading provider of clown costumes based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from England, here's the one, the only, Andy with Andy's Jokes. So this one I did get from the internet. (laughs) (laughs) But it's still a good one. Uh, and it makes me smile. So uh, I got this one from the uh, uh, reddit.com slash r slash dad jokes, which is a great subreddit, which will make you laugh during the darkest times. <clears throat> okay. Jose, how do astronauts... Uh, sorry. Oh, God damn it. Screwed <laughs> off already. Jose, how do astronomers... Uh, Jose, how do astronomers organize a party? And I'm the one with the accent. I don't know, Andy. How? They plan it. (laughs) (laughs) And I know this because I sat in on their meeting. Ah! Two punch. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Did I tell you that um, I told my son uh, he we made up a joke i think i said it but and then he told them his zoom meeting and it has come mm. to the point where the teacher not asks for jokes <laughs> did i tell you this no no do it do it 
All right, so I'm going to hijack your segment. So that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <sighs> it was going to happen. It was inevitable. We all knew it was going to happen at some point. It's fine. <laughs> so a couple of months ago, uh, we made a joke where is I think I said it. Uh, what is the bee's favorite Disney character? Buzz Lightyear. And then I told my son, and he told the joke on Share Day. Every Wednesday, they share something. Usually, it's uh, R2-D2 or the favorite toy. Uh, yep. The best part was one day that... And, uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody listens, but... This, this was hilarious. So, on Share Day, this kid literally says, I need to share something with you and sends it to the teacher. And teachers start sharing it with everybody. That this kid that is five years old created a little game with codes right so where yes. like you po you point your 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 mouse and it does different things and then he showed us how he did it with code and did this codes and then they go like all right this other and then it was the other kids turn to to share right so we just came from this guy who literally used coding to create a game and it's the other kids time to share it. and he's like look i could throw blocks yeah. <laughs> yeah but there's no way that original kid did that on his own like come on man like that is, that is a dad project what i want right there oh uh, but it's just it's just fucking hilarious because we're coming from a kid who used code and this other kid look i could throw blocks and he throws all the blocks <laughs> Anyways, uh, so my son said the joke, and then everybody listened, everybody laughed, and then next week, she's like, oh, you don't have a joke for us? And she's like, maybe tomorrow you could have a joke for us. All right, cool. And then um, I gave him another joke, and then he said it, and then uh, uh, <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day, which it was this past weekend, uh, my son, crea we created a, a trap for a leprechaun, so we put a leprechaun in a little cup, and we put goldfish in the little cup and we, we made a trap out of a shoebox. And then he dressed up as, as like leprechaun theme. He had like green uh, glasses with le leprechaun um, hats. He was wearing a green shirt that said pinch me. And he had like buds that were green. And then during share time, he I turned the camera around and he shared. Uh, we I pretended to be the leprechaun. He caught the leprechaun. He explained everything that he did in the box. And guess what the teacher says? You don't have a joke for me? <laughs> and then my son goes, I know. And then she goes like, oh, maybe you and your dad could find a joke when we're done and tell it to me. And I was like, what? We just <laughs> showed you how we made a trap. He's wearing... So now because of me and i wanted him to be funny we had to have a joke every wednesday you're welcome you could use this one <laughs> tacos are here anyways <laughs> uh well one thing that i want people to let us know is that we are coming close to our 100th episode is a big milestone and i hope andy doesn't come here and says that i'm done doing this podcast i need to be a full-time dad but i hope he stays and we're coming to our 100th episode i'm putting you in the spot just in case you were thinking about it yeah <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> 
so yeah, so we're uh, coming close to our hundredth episode. It's a big milestone. Uh, we've been doing this for three years, and I wanted to know what people uh, think about any ideas that we should do for a hundred episode. Um, first of all, I should learn how to say episode because I just said episode. Uh, so on our hundred episode, I wanted. To, I just said it again. Episode. I need to learn English first and then maybe do a podcast after. So for our hundredth episode, I want to do a YouTube live, which I consulted with the one and only Andy. And he said he it was he was game. He wanted to show his beautiful face to everybody. Actually, no, because the way it's going to work is that I, I'm going to have to do it. And the only face that you guys will see will be this weird looking face. But um, we want to do a fa uh, YouTube live episode and you guys will have either questions or we could talk about anybody or we could bring you in and things like that. So I want to do for our hundredth episode, I want to do a live episode on YouTube. We would just record this, but I also open for any suggestions. So if you have any suggestions of what we should do, what we should not do. I also was thinking about bringing finally a child psychologist so they could uh, tell me all the things that are wrong with me and why I am the way I am and how traumatic my life is and how traumatic I am and I could start crying and, and stuff like that. But I have a uh, question. So if anybody has any good ideas of what Andy and I should do for a hundred episodes, you guys are welcome. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Send me an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Any last thoughts, Andy? What episode number are we on now? Is it like 97? Is it 97? I feel like I'm right. Uh, I think it's 96. Uh, hold on. Let me go to our page. You said can, 97? Can we... Yeah. 96. So. This is 96. Oh, okay, cool. So we still have two more until we hit 100. I need my haircut before we do the 100. Because oh, I, look, I, I look like a weird diehard... German terrorist extra dude. Like I need, I need it. I need a haircut. But I I like it like that better than the because so, when you don't when you get a haircut, it's like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I I get a harsh haircut for sure, but that's because I want my money's worth, right? I don't want to like have like a, you know, a tiny bit of hair off. I want, you know, I want I want the whole thing. Okay. Anyway, sure. well, but yeah, I mean, it's if, not that's like the worst closing thought ever, but yeah. But yeah. if you, we, I mean, if you want to be the face of the podcast that day, that would be great. I don't have. Yeah, you could do it on you. You could do it on your end. Because well, I, well, I, well, I, well, I don't know how to. It. I don't know how to do two cameras, especially from your side. So I don't know how. I will have to. I think we'd have we'd have to do it on Zoom or something, and we'd have to basically we'd have to do it on Zoom, and we'd have to uh, essentially log in from a different. PC so that it would always have the person talking. Um, so it had to be Zoom and then via YouTube. Yeah, yeah. There's some there's there's, there's some technical magic. Re, you could do there. I'll um I'll have to think about it. I I've got three episodes to figure it out. Right. That's that's like ten weeks away at this point. So it should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we go, I just want to say happy Mother's Day to your mom, to your beautiful wife, to Miriam. Uh, uh, not yet to my girlfriend because that's until May. Uh, yep. <laughs> where could people find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gaming Goodness. That's G A M I N G G O O D N E S S. Um, and yeah, uh, hit me up with anything. I'm always happy to chat. Thanks for listening. My name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. You have been listening to Dad Without a Dad. If you guys want to support this podcast, don't forget to get your beer or your beard products and if you want to know about the new snacks that i'm going to be promoting send me an email hello at josedelarroca.com hey andy do you know who bad bunny is do you guys know who bad bunny over there is no no it's this guy just a side note i actually did a commercial with this guy so there you go goodbye <laughs>